From the basements of bureaucracy to your ears, it's the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. This week on the Bureau, we have Belle Plain in studio. We have Tender Moments, Ward 6, WTF, Innovative Revenue Tools, and an intern. This meeting is now in session. All right. Welcome. Hey. Welcome, everybody, to the meeting. How are you doing? It's oh, good to see you. I'm doing, I'm, I mean, it's good to see you, too. I suppose we should take attendance first. We should. Okay. So this week we have Sorrel Bouchem. No. You mean like the mushrooms? It, yes. Sorrel so Bouchem uh, I was expecting somebody named after the mushroom. Yeah. No, there is nobody by that name today. Okay, did nope. not attend meeting. No, nope. and uh, and you. Oh, I'm Paul Deshane. Paul Deshane. Yep. Uh, the, your name is a lot like Sorrel Bouchem. Actually, it's not at all like Sorrel Bouchem. Oh, it's got similar syllables. I guess it does. It does. Yeah. It really does. It scans well together. Yeah. And sapient organ. Sapient <laughs> organ. There are no sapient organs here, I can assure you. I don't see my name, but I'm here. I'm Aiden Morgan. Good. Well, it's good to have you here, Aiden. It is good to have you. And, and today we also, uh, for the first time, after, I believe, months of applying, yeah. we have actually received an intern. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have, uh, his name is, according to my records, Sherrod Clark. Hey, Sherrod. Uh, that, that's Jared. Jared Clark. Um, hey, that's not what it's. That's it's, not what it's written we, up in not, our. Um, we've done a lot of like we've filled a lot of paperwork. I thought I I thought I filled that out properly. Sorry, it's, it's Jared. Guess it's back okay. to the beginning for you. All right. Well, I was I was really curious to meet Sherrod Clark. Um, and uh, yeah. like that's a great name. I know. I, I think it's Eastern European. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to talk to him about that, but who knows? But we have um to, to celebrate uh, our first ever intern. We've brought you a certificate of internship. Oh, thank you. There you go. Oh, it's that's that that's really not how you spell my name. It's I think it's close. Can I can I cross it out? And, you can. Okay. You can. That can I put it in my office or do you, I get an office? Uh, you get a you get some space by the boiler. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks. Yep. We'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll put in a budget requisition for some uh, scotch tape. Yeah. Yeah. We need some of that anyway. So All right. I'll add that to, to the agenda. That's excellent. Yeah. So, Thanks, so. guys. Yeah, hey, uh, no Sherrod, have Jared. you have you ever gotten a tender offer? A ten tender offer. A tender offer when the city needs uh, like prov- like needs supplies or needs uh, some services, they put up a tender offer. And uh, that's how they, they that's how they attract like people to do work for them. And there's actually a tender offer this week that uh, I thought we should highlight uh, in this meeting. Well, I've never gotten a tender offer. Well, I'm still looking for one, but hey, I should I should mention that the uh, that actually filing sexual harassment complaints has been streamlined lately here at the city, <laughs> so you can just uh, put it through the slot and it'll it'll be go right up to the sixth floor. Yep. Okay, here we go. Rigorous, 
collaborative, transparent, defensible. Do these words describe you? Are you a consulting engineering firm? <laughs> well then, the Queen City needs you to prepare a wastewater master plan that will guide the operation, maintenance, rehabilitation, and development of the Queen City's wastewater system. Sealed responses are to be forwarded by mail, courier, or hand-delivered to Main Floor Ambassador's Desk or Fifth Floor Purchasing Branch. Closing date, February 18, no later than 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. The scope of this project will be global rather than local and will focus on system-wide improvements that produce localized benefits. Please note... The city shall be sole judge of its own best interest. By responding to this RFP, proponents agree to accept the recommendations of the city as final and binding. This has been a Queen City tender moment. Oh, I hope you found that in, uh, informative. That, that was great. It was pretty good. It was. Yeah. I like that. I'm glad. I'm glad that now that we have a wastewater treatment plant, we're getting around to a plan. Yeah. For said yeah, plant. Yeah, yeah. After we've signed up to a 30-year uh, P3 project with a uh, a company from Edmonton to run our water plant, we're just going to do a plan for it. So. What's next? Finding the money for it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> All right. What's next on the agenda? Well, I believe uh, we have a uh, an actual accredited uh, improvement vector. Oh, right on. Uh, we have Belle Plain in uh, in the meeting. Should I have brought my certificate? Uh, next time. Okay, they, they let me in. Yeah. So okay, well, you never know. Like then we might get a new like commissioner. They might they might not recognize you. All right. So okay, next time I'll 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 probably just carry it with me. Yeah. From yeah. now on, you can get it laminated and get it like a little clip. Pin it to your lapel. It's a it's an eight by ten form and that you gave me. Your point. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like two bucks at Staples, I think. So. Yeah. Just okay, cool. Just uh, just we'll reimburse you. Okay. Yeah. We're, oh, we're looking into getting badges nice. in the future. That'll yeah. be. I mean, that'll be helpful because it will be smaller. Yeah. 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 And it's a, it's a good thing that you've uh, that you've you've come to the meeting because we uh, we've had to. Uh, Revise our rules on uh, candidacies for improvement vectors lately. Uh, there's been a bit of a crackdown, so we need to uh, we need to do a quick re-interview to just nail down the accreditation. Okay, okay. So, and we're doing it in the form of a true/false quiz. And because uh, because you didn't know about this coming in, we're just doing a lightning round. Okay. Is, Is this timed? Uh, that was the first question. Is that true or false? Oh, uh, true. True. Yes. First question correct. Excellent. Good. Yeah. Good. We, I'm we, feeling. Okay. Let's let's do, carry on. Okay. I'm ready. Excellent. Okay. Question number two, two of the lightning round. Okay. They say lightning never strikes twice, but false. the truth <laughs> is, what's that? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. The lightning. It's a lightning round. Lightning. You don't know, I, I'm still with you. I'm sorry. This I, like you know, I didn't know there was going to be a pop quiz. I really appreciate the initiative, though. Okay, I'm just you got in there. Okay, uh, they say that lightning never strikes twice, but the truth is that lightning frequently strikes the same spot multiple times. 
True or false? Wow. I'm going to go with false. That is actually true. It strikes. Oh. Yep. Yeah, once lightning strikes a spot, it uh, it's likely that, the, that it will be hit again by lightning. Is that why some people get struck more than other people? Apparently. And it's not. Yeah, that's. I guess it's not location sensitive, other than the location of them. It seems it's an odd phenomenon. But interesting. I think there was one guy who got struck by lightning sixty-one times. He was in the Guinness Book of World Records. And on the movie The Great Outdoors, I believe. Yeah. That doc, the documentary. With John Candy. Wow. You know a lot about people getting struck by lightning. You are, you are a great candidate so far for this position. Despite the fact that I answered incorrectly. Thank you. That's it. You, you've all, so far, you're, well, you're one for three, but that's okay. It's not over yet. Question number three. Kevin Costner has been struck by lightning seven times, and this has given him the power of Zeus. True. That is actually true. Yes. yes. That's why he Excellent. has gills in the the Water World documentary about the rising, it's the, the global warming. Exactly. Yes. Not many people know that's a documentary. I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, number four, the three types of lightning are intracloud, cloud to cloud, and cloud to ground. True. That is true. Although sometimes yes. cloud-to-ground lightning actually starts on the ground and goes to the cloud. It's, it's a whole thing. That's very science-y. Yes. Yeah, well, this is, this is a science-heavy uh, version of, of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Number five. This is the last question before the bonus question of the lightning round. Okay. The Zeus-like powers of Kevin Costner could not save Waterworld. True. Absolutely true. Yeah. I think on balance, I think you have uh, you have passed the true-false quiz. And there's one more question. The bonus question, if you could improve one thing about the city of Regina, what would it be? Oh, the essay question. Yes. Yes, I like that. Well, I've been thinking about this a little bit. And um, since, since my last appearance here... Uh, I've just been dwelling on a conversation that we had about garbage. And and for those listeners that may not recall, I was uh, mildly abused by a person who uh, who didn't want to take care of their own garbage. She, she threw it, and I, I offered it back to her as, this belongs to you. Uh, and, and she had words for me about that. Um, and so I've been thinking about that, and... And I thought, you know, a great cost-saving measure for the city is to, uh, you know, just sort of look at the at the level of uh, cleanliness. You know, if we sort of look at the city as like we're all roommates, and in a roommate situation, someone always does the dishes. So if we look at the city in that, we really don't need garbage men that are paid because someone will always do the dishes, so to speak, to carry on the metaphor, you know, like... I'm going to experiment with this. I have an old mattress in my apartment, and the the uh, dumpster is quite far away. So instead of, I don't even think I'm going to take it out of the building. I think I'm just going to push it into the hall and see mm-hmm. who in my part of the building is, you know, going to do the dishes. I think that we can just apply this to the city and uh, 
probably save on a lot of salaries. I don't know if they're union. That might kind of get okay. a little prickly. Uh, well, but so uh, could, we, could we evict people who like are bad roommates or just say sorry? Like from the city? Yeah, just, I mean, sort of send them to... Um, the dump. The dump. <laughs> <laughs> they can go live on the dump. Nice. Nice. I, I like this idea. Yeah. The, along with the, uh, the Civ- Regina Civic Museum. Yeah. To recall from last week's episode. Yeah. Yeah. Or meeting. Um, yeah, because yeah, I think this is going to work, because I know that when I've lived with roommates, I've never, you know, lived in a pigsty before. It's, it's always been quite tidy. That could be another place we send people. Right, to my place. The pigsty. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Or your or your house, I yeah, guess. It's kind of a pigsty. Um, you know, it's occurred to me uh, there might be some people who don't know who you are or why you're here. It's <laughs> <laughs> those those people are fools. Uh, yeah. this, this is quite true. I just we just finish up here. Oh, um, the actual answer to that question <laughs> is false because it's a true false quiz. Yeah, but it was a very good response. Right. So we will we will accredit your your. It didn't feel like a true-false quiz. I'll have to go over it later. I must have the wording must have, you know, it's tricky. Good work. It's a tricky. It's a. There are some tricky questions. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Did am am I? Do I get another certificate now? Uh, It's in the mail. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Okay. I'll watch for that. You should tell them how to spell your name. Oh. Uh, I'll write it down later. Good. <laughs> apparently, some, some block people letters. Have, some people have said that we have d- difficulties with uh, spelling around here. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not sure what that's about. Uh, it's just a lot of bureaucratic, uh, you know, m- mistakes made along the way. Yeah, I mean, I think it looks like Jared. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't really? know. Really, you think that? That's that's a S H. If you say it fast. <laughs> I think, but it's, but it's Eastern European. So, I mean, in some Eastern European countries, like a J looks like an SH. All right. So, Bell, you, you did oh. come here today with, uh, something to talk about. Is there, like is there Bonnie Raitt? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I am re- actually much like Bonnie Raitt. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just released a new album. I am releasing so, a new album. So yeah. Williams. We, sh- I know we all have something to talk about as, yeah. as Bonnie would say. Uh, on the 4th of March, I have a new album coming out that, uh, was recorded live at, uh, Regina's Artesian on 13th. And, uh, I'm very excited to be releasing it into the world. Because I've been working on it for a long time. Yeah. Well, how about we play a track from that? Yeah, do you right have now? one? I absolutely, absolutely do. The best. Uh, which one do you want? I've got Warefi- Wayfaring Stranger. Can we start with that? Let's do it. All right.
That was great. Hey, that thanks. Great. Thanks for thanks for bringing that track in. Yeah, it was live, not live now, but live like from a couple of years ago. So that was real applause and not like some sort of crazy instrument that just. We have one of those too, but we didn't. We got it after that show. A yeah. fake applause machine. Yeah, <laughs> you take that. It would have been good for that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a picture, kind of like a rain stick, but uh, yeah, full of human hands instead of. <laughs> Oh we need one of those in the office. I know. We need, yeah. we need a stick full of human hands. I'm not sure that's legal. Uh, probably not. Yeah. We, if, we, if we put out a tender, yeah. maybe no one would notice. Exactly. Well, maybe yeah. next week there will be a tender moment for human hands and stick. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. I should also mention uh, that we are uh, broadcasting our meeting on 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina's community radio station. And thank them for that. Yeah. Yes. So what else have you been up to? Do you have a tour coming up for this album? I do. I do have a tour coming up. We're going out on the road next week on Thursday. We're doing a little regional tour of Southern Saskatchewan with Blake Berglund. And we're going to do like a double bill kind of old style show where he does a set, I do a set. And then we kind of join together on different songs in our sets. And a lot of people like to compare us to Johnny and June, which we are embracing. We like to say that we're more like uh, Ian and Sylvia or uh, Chris. Christopherson and Rita Coolidge, but uh, people don't really get it. So Johnny and June, that's who we are. I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> These people you went to school with, or yeah, they were they were voted best couple. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, prom queen, all yeah. that. Um, so we are gonna go out on the road with Blake and play in Carlisle, Esteban, and Weyburn next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then uh, and then the big tour with uh, with the 15-passenger van and the trailer and all that and the horns, and that will be traveling uh, to Winnipeg on March the 3rd and Saskatoon on March the 4th, and then we have our hometown show. I finally learned how to plan a tour after five oh. years. Do your show at home as your last date because then you're home. And you don't have to pack a van at 7 in the morning the next day. Uh, you would be surprised how many times you have to pack a van at 7 in the morning before you realize last show, hometown. So that will be on March 5th at the Artesian. We're doing the, the launch in the same place that it was recorded. Nice. So why a live album instead of a studio? Yeah. Um, the live album kind of came out of this time... Uh, that some listeners might remember um, there was a, a place called By the Book on 13th Avenue, the beloved by many, including myself, mm -hmm. uh, By the Book. And uh, Chris Perpick and his uh, father, uh, known as Coach to some, Greg to others, they had this wonderful bookshop, and part of the bookshop was a jam space in the basement where many of us met and kind of formed this um, company called 13th Avenue Records that was our burgeoning record label. Uh, there's still a plaque, I believe, on the side of By the Book that bears the name of 13th Avenue Records, it being the birthplace. Uh, we screwed it in, and I think somebody stripped the screws so that no one could ever screw it out. Um and uh, and so when I conceived the live album, it was very soon after my album Notes from a Waitress came out. And uh, it was this way that I wanted to galvanize that crowd of musicians that I was hanging out with. And so I sort of handpicked my band from 
the trio that I play with, Jeremy Sauer and Elizabeth Curry, but also incorporating musicians that I worked with on that level. And it was the first time that I had done that to get them all together. And I wanted it to be kind of like like this big group project that we were doing. So we made a plan to do it and we picked the date. And then um, and then it, this little ironic twist came out, which was that the whole thing kind of fell apart um, in terms of the record label because Buy the Book had to move out of their space because of rising rent prices. Uh, we lost the jam space. And... Uh, and the, the group has remained friends, but the cohesion that was offered by that location um, kind of really changed the landscape of how we were able to collaborate together. So though we are all still friends, there isn't that central meeting place mm-hmm. that we once had. So the live album came out of, you know, came out of all of that. And uh, there's other reasons for doing live albums in terms of like, somebody can listen to it and maybe get what I do live on stage, which is a mix between jazz and folk and country and, and playing with, you know, a really twangy reverby, uh, electric guitarist, but also having a horn section, um, and finding, finding the meeting point of all those things. So that's, that's the long form essay answer to the question. Why a live album? It's a, it's a tribute to 13th Avenue records. It's my nice. little stake in the ground to say I was there. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, coming out of that, I, um, I just read this article that talked about urban, uh, design and, uh, you know, what it does to a music scene in a city. And one of the examples is say like, uh, Seattle that, uh, had a lot of like, you know, it has a lot of rain, but it also has a lot of garages. And so you had a lot of young people like hiding out in their garages from the rain and that would be the, that would become all these jam spaces and so it like it created this like perfect environment for uh the Seattle grunge scene. What do you think Regina has? Like what about our climate or our city um fosters music here? Yeah. Well, that's a good question because there is a lot of music happening here in a in a global scale at this point, the way that we're exporting artists. I think the winter is the obvious answer, uh, that reason to be cooped up. Um, I think, I think that, uh, there's a need for more jam spaces. Uh, it's nice to have a jam space that's out of your house. I know a lot of people have them in their basement and, uh, and the thing that was great about the shop is it gave everybody kind of a place, the shop being the basement in by the book, it gave like an exterior to someone's home we could all go to. Um, and so if anybody wants to start opening their basement up to musicians, it, it is possible. We are responsible people. <laughs> we do pay our taxes, uh, even the full-time musicians. We are, we're good people. So yeah, if you're listening and you have some sort of space that you want to rent out to a, a, a musician such as myself, these are wonderful spaces to have. Um, I think, yeah, I think definitely our, our winters, this isn't exemplary of our typical winter this year where yeah. you're cooped up as much, but, um, but it does, it kind of gives you that, um, like it puts the lid on things. So you kind of have to simmer a little bit. And, yeah. uh, I think that's good for creativity, not, cool. not good for like seasonal, like uh, affectation disorder. <laughs> is that what it's called? I think it's, but, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what it's called. I think so. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. Not so good for that. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think we have to move on 
to the next item in the agenda. Yes, but thank Sorry. you very much. Yeah, thanks yeah, for coming in. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Feel free to attend the rest of the meeting. I probably will. Stick around. Excellent. Put my nice. hand up sometime. Yep, perfect. Perfect. This is this is this is why why we bring you up. So this is the uh, this is the innovative revenue tool section, and this innovative revenue tool or IRT is brought to you by the recent petition to erect a statue of Marvel anti-hero Deadpool in Regina. Uh, in the wake of the character's recent claim to hail from the city that uh, rhymes with fun, as the line goes in the movie. Uh, since Deadpool, though, is a fictional character whose rights are owned by either Mar- Marvel Comics, Disney, 20th Century Fox, a statue would run the risk of infringing copyright and diluting the supersaturated solution of intellectual property with the surplus water of statue erection. It's true. People being what they are, though, the QCIB recognizes that there's no way to keep fictional characters from being erected, sculpted, illustrated, posted on Tumblr, mentioned, joked about, or otherwise referenced. If the city were to act as a middleman to enforce rights holders' intellectual property through a series of small fees for violations, it would go a long way to ensure that rights are protected while providing a steady stream of revenue for the city through service charges, administrative fees, and the like. Uh, Regina citizens can be fitted with attractive wristbands, equipped with a microphone and small onboard computer that will detect all pop culture references made by the wearer. Examples of pop culture references being somebody saying, hoo I'm Al Pacino from that movie, whatever that might be. <laughs> uh, any mention of Kevin Costner from Waterworld, Field of Dreams, or The Postman, but not The Upside of Anger, because who cares? Uh, hilarious lines from Roseanne. Or talking about the iguanas from uh, Werner Herzog's movie, um, Bad Lieutenant, uh, Port of Call, New Orleans. But not in the context of, like, seeing them at the zoo. So if you talk about iguanas from the zoo, that's good. But mention the iguanas from the Herzog film, 50 cents. So uh, the, the primary downside, of course, is that people would start only referencing pop culture from public domain. So they'll talk about... Robert, Jane Austen. Jane Austen. Robert Louis Stevenson novels or uh, the 1969 Night of the Living Dead movie. Oh. So any of those are in the public domain. But if not, you're on the hook. So that's that's this week's innovative That's a great one. Good. Yeah. I like it. You know, I, I just couldn't get past how often you said erected, though. I just I, I thought it was appropriate. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, that was fantastic. Uh, let's see, though, if we've got a few more. Yes, let's. The Talent Pool on 91.3 FM CJTR. Come out and enjoy live entertainment at one of these fine venues. At the Capital Jazz Club and Tapas Bar tonight, poor nameless boy, intimate and interactive. At the club tomorrow, Regina stand-up comedy on a budget returns. Pass the hat. At the Lancaster Tap House tomorrow, still house poets with Kara Golumba. The 2016 Regina Midwinter Blues Festival takes place February 22nd to 27th with an all-star lineup. Tickets on sale now at the Casino Regina Box Office. For more information, visit reginablues.ca. The Talent Pool, your live entertainment listings, only on Regina Community Radio. Habitat for Humanity Regina presents the first ever There's No Place Like Home show and party. Inspired by The Wizard of Oz, it's a collaborative public art project and cocktail party to help make the future brighter for Regina families. Habitat Regina has partnered with artists to create works using recycled doors as their inspiration and starting point. 
There's no place like home, show, and party. Mackenzie Art Gallery, Friday, February 26th, starting at 7. Tickets online or phone 522-9700. Ever wondered what it's like to be a student at the University of Regina? Join us for admission on the spot February 25th at the Riddell Center and be admitted then and there for the most programs. Visit us between 3.30 and 7.30 to chat with enrollment counselors, resident services, and current students to find a program for you and learn what Capcus Life is all about. Apply on the spot and get a reduced application fee plus a free pair of cozy U of R mittens. Admission on the spot. For more info, visit yourconnected.uregina.ca. This is the 91.3 FM CJTR Community Connection, brought to you by the cooperators. When it comes to insurance, trust the cooperators. Connecting cooperative values to supporting communities. Regina Bridge Club, 349 Albert Street, offers bridge lessons every Monday at 6.30 p.m. for beginners as well as people with a little experience in playing bridge. No partner is required. Come to learn new skills and meet new people. For more information, call 306-586-7044. If your nonprofit organization has an event Regina should know about, call us at 525-7274. Community Connection, brought to you by the cooperators. A better place for you. Connecting community needs to affordable solutions. 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Our programming is brought to you by community-minded businesses like Taylor Volkswagen and by listeners like you. Well, that's it for uh, Innovative Revenue Tools for this week. There are and no then, more. There are no more. A good crop again. A good, fantastic crop. Yeah. So what's next on the agenda? Uh, I believe we may have reached our City Hall WTF Excellent. portion. Okay. Well, this week we are taking a look at Ward 6. That's the sixth one we've looked at so far. It is funny that, hey? Yeah. Um, so uh, since you're probably wondering where Ward 6 is, I will uh, get Shane to explain Ward 6 to us. Commencing at Louvain Drive and the CN Rail Line, east along CN Rail Line to Winnipeg Street, north on Winnipeg Street to the city limit. East and then south along city limit to the CP Rail Main Line. Southwest along the CP Main Line to Ring Road. South on Ring Road to Highway 1. South on Highway 1 to Arcola Avenue. Northwest on Arcola Avenue to College Avenue. West on College Avenue to Winnipeg Street. North along Winnipeg Street to Victoria Avenue. East on Victoria Avenue to Arcola Avenue. Northwest on Arcola Avenue to Winnipeg Street. North on Winnipeg Street to the South Railway Street. Southwest on South Railway Street to Broad Street. South on Broad Street to Saskatchewan Drive. Southwest on Saskatchewan Drive to Louvain Drive. North on Louvain Drive to the point of commencement. So hit the bricks, Regina, and get towards six. So that is Ward Six. It never ends. <laughs> it doesn't. It just kept going round and round and round. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as for things that are actually in Ward 6 within the boundaries, there is Rebellion Brewing, Al Ritchie Community Center, Gales Wholesale, Access Communications, Cochrane High School, JB Sausage Making Supplies, Global Regina, the Western Pizza Head Office, Nikki's Cafe, and CJTR Radio. And uh, bonus points if you can devise a single activity that will take you to all of those locations. Yeah. yeah, send them, uh, tweet day. them to us at uh, at Queen City IB. Please do. Yeah. 
Um, and so coincidentally, this week, uh, uh, the CJTR was at an event at the uh, Eastview Community Center, which is smack in the middle of Ward 6, and uh, they sprung us from the sub-basement to go to that with them. It was it was a fine time. It was a crowded, crowded time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, their annual uh, uh, holiday. I don't know. Well, let's, how about we get Bill Gray to explain to us what that event was? My name is Bill Gray, and I am the chairperson of the Queen City Eastview Community Association. Tonight, uh, today is our, is our winter carnival, our Eastview Winter Carnival. Uh, it's, it turns out really well. It's just before Family Day, so it's uh, it's a family oriented uh, uh, carnival that we put on every year, and uh, we just invite anybody and everybody from the from Regina and Eastview to come here. Every year, it just gets a little bit bigger, so we're uh, we're. It's it's really nice to see the people come out and see what what we offer in Eastview and uh, what we what we do as an association. So it's all for family. So that was Bill Gray, who is a former city councillor. Yes, and he's now the president of the community association there. Um, so I asked him a bunch of other questions, and uh, one of them was, uh, "What is Eastview?" Because I had never been there until uh, we went to this event. So this is what Bill had to say about Eastview. Well, Eastview was established uh, back when uh, when GM had their plant uh, in the old armory, um, and we it's been uh, it's pretty much a little community island that's surrounded by industrial. We're bounded by Winnipeg Street, uh, McDonald Street, uh, CP Mainline, and uh, Ross Avenue. So we're we're kind of nestled into into the middle of uh, of industrial. Um, it's uh, it's family oriented. Our demographic is. From all over the map, so we're we're just a little community that are trying to do what we can for for our uh, our residents. Uh, the fondest memory would probably be when the Welcome to Eastview signs came up, and I just uh, sort of well, it's twofold: one to try and keep the trucks out, and two to welcome people to Eastview. And I think that was probably one of the one of the highlights. Yeah. Hmm. So, what do you think? I have, well, I I enjoyed that winter carnival. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bounce houses were uh, surprisingly gendered. Yes, and also when uh, it turns out when you put up a bounce house, when you erect a bounce house, it goes up incredibly quickly. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it deflates with uh, or detumesces also really quickly. Yeah, like when you blink. Yeah, you just it, sort of turn around out. to say something, and and then bounce house is either there or gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really impressive. Yeah. Um, who else did we run into? We ran. Uh, t- I believe we ran into some sort of slick politician, city slicker type. We did. Nicole Sarar. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I asked her what uh, what Eastview was to her. My name is Nicole Sarr, and I'm the NDP provincial candidate for Regina Douglas Park. The Eastview Community Center puts on a lot of amazing events, and this one is one of its largest. It's a great way to get out in the community and meet a lot of families, talk to them about, you know, concerns that they're having uh, coming up to the provincial election, and just getting to know people on a bit of more personal, um, casual level. Uh, the boundaries changed for Douglas Park, so this one is one of the new Douglas Park neighborhoods. It's a great neighborhood. I'm, I've been, I've already door knocked it once in the summer when it. The weather was much nicer, and the sidewalks were less slippery, and it, it was great reception. Everyone was um, very, um, very open and talkative, and I, I really enjoyed it. What I what I like the most about Eastview is that it feels like a 
it feels like its own community. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it's one of those um, parts of Regina that you go into, and it feels like a like a enclosed very community-oriented neighborhood where neighbors know each other, they're looking out for each other, um, they're very supportive of Eastview and they want to promote Eastview and you see it today with all of the people that showed up to this event. Oh, yeah. I should mention uh, that CJ Katz was also there. She's running for the Sask Party uh for for Regina for Douglas Park, uh, but she left before we could interview her. She disappeared like a bouncy castle. Ex- exactly, faster yeah. than a bouncy castle. Yeah, yeah. CJ Katz went. Yeah, you also asked uh, Nicole about uh, the same question you asked Pal. Yes. What what would she like to improve? If, about if you Regina? Had one thing she could improve, what yeah. would it be? Actually, it would be nice if we had more of those um, those pedways. In the, like or underground, we should just create an entire underground downtown city so that we don't have to go out in the wintertime if we don't want to. And we're all just burrowing underground. I think that would be a, a good selling point for Regina. So you're suggesting an undercity? Yes, absolutely. More men and more women, more children, more people, you know, living underground, just hiding from the winter when it's minus 40. This winter hasn't been too bad. I'll, I'll put up with it if I have to, but... Any other winter, I want I want my undercity for sure. Yeah, excellent. I'm glad I'm glad the mole people constituency is finally being recognized. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. there could be jam spaces. There could be in the undercity. Yes, yeah. that's fantastic. Yes, yeah. it would just be one big jam space full of hippies. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> so, oh. um, are you wondering who the councillor is for Ward Six? I was actually curious about that. Yeah. It's Wade Murray. No way. It is I, Wade I do Murray. not believe you for a yeah. second, sir. Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, he's in his fourth term on city council, so he's 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 an old-timer. And uh, he's owned several small businesses, according to his bio on the uh, City of Regina website. Um, and he's uh, active in many organizations, including the Canadian Blood Services, for which he is a platelet donor. Nice. Yeah. He's on several city committees, including, and this is the big one, he's on the Civic Employees Long-Term Disability Plan Administrative Board and the Civic Employees Superannuation and Benefit Plan Administrative Board. You know, I'd like to know, how many platelets, though, do you have to donate before you're a platelet donor? That's a good question. I mean, just three or four platelets, and suddenly, ooh, look at me, I'm on the list? I think we need to investigate further. All right, we'll, we'll ask him. We'll get him on the show and ask him drill down into his claims of being a platelet donor. Right, and ask him to like show like records of the number of platelets yeah. he's donated. We ask the tough questions here. We do. Um, but, you know, Murray is actually on like the toughest committee, I think, in the uh, city. Um, the superannuation committee and the disability plan community, they were the ones who were involved in sorting out the pension problem that the city had, where we had like hundreds of millions of dollars that we owed oh, yeah. uh, to people who were going to go on pensions. We had no way to pay for it. And uh, so uh, Murray was one of the people who was involved in sorting that out. And so here's what he had to say on the day when they brought forward the bylaw that, you know, put our new pension plan uh, into effect. 
very long and short, Your Worship, is that after a tremendous amount of work uh, between our administration and uh, a number of other groups, including the uh, all those employee groups as well as employer groups, many of which came together for us to reach this point where we are today, we now have a system that has been approved by the province that as we go forward we'll be able to provide that, um, that, that benefit to assist in retirement for those members who are participating within this, Your Worship. So uh, I'll, I'll leave my comments to that. It is... Uh, a significant and very historic moment that uh, we've now been able to reach this point. So it was. It was a historic moment for City Council to sort out the pension problem, but what you're probably more concerned about is where Murray stood on the big street name controversy of 2015. You, When I think about that, I get a pit. A pit full of great street names in the middle yes. of your belly? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Okay, well, here's what, here's what Murray had to say about street names. I don't know. I'm not sure where to go with this one because at first I was thinking, yeah, this would be great. We can uh, get some new names and some creative stuff. We get the creative juices flowing. All of a sudden I'm thinking, holy moly, there's an awful lot of names that could come forward a lot as we open this up. So I guess I'm just looking to uh, Ms. Turgeon on, I guess, is this is this a potential precedent that we're setting that we could have other developers coming forward saying, we only want these two or three names. Next thing you know, we've opened up floodgates. Well, what does that mean? The astrological one is only for West Air. It's not open to anybody else. Well, I get that, but now all of a sudden West Air has got astrological, and now the next group that comes along says, hey, we want to have that too, and we want, uh, I don't know, pick a thing, whatever that might be. Ms. Turgeon? Uh, we want to name our streets after cities in the United States. Ms. Turgeon? Uh, through you, Mr. Mayor. Um, I think this is entirely possible. Um, I currently am having conversations with a developer who wants two names as well, and they are also not approved on the list. They also have problems with duplication um, to other names in the city and that developer is watching this very closely um, to see what happens tonight um, and I can pretty much anticipate that we'll be repeating this in another month um, if this is approved tonight um, because they are very interested in seeing what's happening here. Um, this did come about because of, of Harbour Landing um, which was an exemption of council um, so I think that puts it forward in, in the minds. And and further to that, then, the 400 names that are currently sitting on that list that are kind of in hiatus because they haven't obviously been chosen, nobody's really found a connection that they wanted them, are there some of those names that could be taken off that list that no longer really are applicable? Or And again, no disrespect to people's names or their history because I won't get a Murray Street because there's already Murray Avenue and it's not mine. So... I get it. I won't get a golf. Well, wait a minute. I already have a golf course named after me. You do. So I guess maybe I'm all right. But for for my young learned friend, Councillor Fraser, what's he going to get? An institute name? Something? Oh, wait, wait a minute. Mr. Culprit. So that takes you all the way back to the council meeting on October 26. It, fe it feels like only 15 meetings ago that we talked about that. I think it was. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's you. You forget just how. Um, fraught with tension that meeting was and how important the things they were grappling with were. I wonder, he talked about getting creative juices flowing. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if there were any platelets in those juices. I bet there were. Yeah, he's, he has to account for all the platelets. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, it may seem like I'm hammering on this, but accountability really is important. Yeah, and I, yeah, I do feel sorry for the guy that he's not going to get a Murray Street because there's already too many Murray Streets. Mm -hmm. He won't get his own street. Well, what if there's like a Wade Avenue? Yeah. 
His Twitter handle is at Waiterizer, so I think he should get Waiterizer Ave. That's I, nice. I think yeah. he should get like Waiterizer Muse. <laughs> Waiterizer Muse. Yeah. 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 And curling rink. Yeah, we should bring that to the naming committee. Mm, yes. Yeah. So that's Ward 6. That is that is our Ward 6. It is the sixiest ward in the city. It really is. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah. So what's next on our agenda? Mixed up notes again? Yeah, the, this is a bit where my notes are all mixed up. I think it's outstanding improvements. It is outstanding improvements. My my notes just resolve themselves pro- yeah. properly, just as you mentioned it. Yes. So, what kind of improvements are like downright outstanding? We meeting? we have a new city manager. What? It's true. Oh. So the city manager is sort of the main, the the chief administrator for the whole city. He basically runs everything. He's the only person on staff who gets hired by city council directly. And uh, the previous uh, uh, city manager was Glenn Davies. He uh, stepped down last year, and they did a nationwide search, and they picked Chris Holden. Yay! Who is a name who should be familiar to a lot of people because he's been working at uh, the city of Regina for 38 years. Well, they they just they had to go all the way to the ends of the nation, and um, then all the way back. Yeah, and then they sang that uh, "The Search Is Over" song. You were with me all the time, they said. Nice. Um, yeah, he actually started out at the city of Regina as a lifeguard. Wow. Yeah. So he's now the city's, like, lifeguard. For the fountain out front? I think, like, for, like, Moscana Pool or something. Oh, that would Maybe make more a... sense, because the fountain is only a few inches deep, I believe. Yeah. Y- you can drown in a teaspoon of water. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't your mother ever tell you that? I thought it was an inch. Oh, okay. Well, the, the thing with the teaspoon is you can drown in the teaspoon and put your eye out on the handle. <laughs> Definite peril. Well, it's, it's a double threat. It is a good thing that our city manager now has red, has his red cross. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to worry about that anymore. That's right. Uh, uh, what, about, what else about Chris Holden? Uh, he was also the director of community services for a long time and the director of communications. Uh, and he's a really nice guy, actually. He's a swell dude. And, uh, yeah. So we should only really worry if we see him walking around with a, uh, a teaspoon filled with water. Mm. Yeah. You, you know he's coming for you. That's right. Yeah. It's either your eyes or your lungs, one of the two. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I, I don't think it's any secret that, uh, as it's been mentioned in council, that there are some morale issues at City Hall. Uh, they've, you know, they do these, uh, every three years they do a survey and, uh, eh, Regina has, kind of stagnated on the uh, employee satisfaction not here in the queen city improvement bureau but no. you know further upstairs the closer you get to the sun the harder your work is exactly um down here we're very satisfied extremely yeah yeah except with except with my certificate still but i'll get over it well that that one technically that's meant for sherrod so we, we can we can make you a new one but it takes about six months to a year I don't think I'll be here that long. Oh, dear. Uh, sorry, I, I shouldn't have said that out loud. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, Chris Holden is in charge now, um, and hopefully because we have somebody who's like, you know, come up through the trenches um, all the way up to the top floor now, uh, he'll be able to sort out some of the issues. Um, yeah. So next up on the agenda. Uh, well, we're, it says, who is Jared Clark? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Inter- 
Oh, what? we got your name right here. This is great. Oh, wow. Okay. I think my, my morale just went up. Excellent. <laughs> it says, who is Jared Clark, intern and prairie naturalist? Question mark. Is that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So who who are you, Jared Clark? Who am I? Yes. Oh, such a such a deep question there. Uh, <laughs> I'm a teacher. I teach grade six, seven at Lakeview School right now. I'm a farmer. I live out on a farm, raise some uh, some goats, and uh, I like I like nature and uh, bird watching, bird banding, that kind of thing. So are there? If so if if you're walking down the street in Regina, what what are the what kind of birds would you be most likely to see right now? Yeah. Like if we went for a walk. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's a bit dark out at okay. the moment. But. Um, what's around? There are common red poles around right now, which are kind of a little Arctic finch. So uh, if you have a bird feeder, they'll be hanging out at our at my school. Uh, we have bird feeders out, and uh, we have some white-breasted nuthatches, some downy woodpeckers coming, um, some house sparrows. There's snowy owls just south of town right now. You could check out. Lots of, cool. lots of things. Right. Nice. What about down here in the sub-basement? What kind of animals, what kind of uh, natural flora would you mm. expect to find down here? Maybe. And could you explain to us what these noises are we hear sometimes? <laughs> um, you could find some silverfish. Okay. Oh, nice. Those are huge, right? Yeah. yeah. I would. Are they good eating? Uh, if you roast them right. Okay. Mm. I'd well, be careful s- a bit about it, though. We could say we have a little. We have a little hot plate. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll try it out. It'd be like popcorn. That's what yeah. you call the spot on the boiler, the hot plate. I think I saw it sort of drawn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's circular. The yeah. circular. Yeah, that's hot plate. Yeah. Yeah. So so we don't have a microwave down here. We have a hot plate. Oh. Well, we have we have a circle drawn on the boiler. You have to press your food up against it. Okay. And wear gloves because you don't want to burn your hands. I brought soup for supper. That can get messy. Mm. Gazpacho. <laughs> yeah. Everything is gazpacho or vichyssoise. We recommend it here. Okay. All very classy. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Jared, uh, Jared, if you were to do, say, a radio show on 91.3 FM, CJTR, what kind of show would you do? I would love to do a nature-based radio show, kind of talk about the different things you can find around Regina in terms of nature-related events or wildlife or plants, and kind of really delve into some of the environmental issues that are facing the prairies, um, and really kind of, you know, we don't really have anything that really kind of talks about nature really in the city right now, so I think that would be a really great idea. Yeah. Now, of course, we can't as the Improvement Bureau. We couldn't make something like that official. Yeah. But um, let's say we could. Like, when would you prefer to have such a show? Well, I mean, this is Thursday night seems like a great time. Uh, You guys must have a a pretty good audience coming in for this. So maybe just (laughs) before, around like 6 o'clock, 6 to 6.30 kind of thing. Sure. That'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. I, I, yeah. But I, I gotta say, I mean, that show about nature on the radio. <laughs> no, no. Never. It'll never happen. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks for coming in and yes. helping us out today. Thanks for the certificate. Oh, absolutely. No, we, yeah. we've been wanting an intern for months now, so it's, it's great to finally have one. Right on. And we hope you're here for the next, at least the next five minutes. Yeah, well, I, I think that should work. Cool. Okay, I got one more thing, uh, an announcement. Ooh. 
Yeah, this Saturday is the uh, YWCA's Coldest Night of the Year event, which mm. is it raises money for the homeless. And uh, so the YWCA has um, 40 housing units for women and children around town. And this will be the money that they're going to be raising from it's there's like uh, different walks, a 10K walk, a 5K walk and a 2K walk. And you can uh, do these walks and you raise money by, um, uh, you know, getting sponsors like you did when you were in elementary school. And uh, all the money that's you know raised from this is going to go towards supporting those shelters for homeless uh, families. Uh, the registration starts at 3.45 this Saturday, so two days from now. Uh, 10K walkers, they want you to come in early at like 4 o'clock because they'll be starting early. Then there will be opening ceremonies. Everybody else sets off. Um, and there will be a beer gardens afterwards. So there will be a meal afterwards and then beer that everybody can participate in. Is it beer gardens or beer's garden? That's an excellent question. Show up on Saturday to find out. Huh. Yeah. All right. I think we should probably call for adjournment now. Okay, so I'll uh, motion to adjourn. I'll make that motion. Okay, all passed. All right. Okay, motion to adjourn is passed. Uh, meeting is closed. You've been listening to the weekly broadcast of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Thanks so much to Jared Clark for being our intern for the episode and to uh, Melanie hey, Bell Plain uh, for showing up and playing some of our great music. Uh, we are on Thursday nights. You can also find us rebroadcast Mondays at 9 a.m. Find us online at Twitter at QueenCityIB or our website, QueenCityIB.com, or on Facebook. Just, you know, find us on Facebook. Catch our podcast on CJTR.com as well, or subscribe to us on iTunes. Coming up next on CJTR, the Nerdcore Cabaret with Maddie V, followed by Sask Centric Electric and the Cockpit. Thanks to everybody for listening. Keep on improving, John. And hey, I tell you what, let's uh, sign off with Crazy Arms by Bell Play. Woo! <laughs>